Hey, yo, Internet, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the premier shaving system designed for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. This offer this month for this episode is dynamic. You go to getbevel.com. You punch in the promo code FREEJACK, F-R-E-E-J-A-C-K. Punch in FREEJACK, and you get your first month free of orders from Bevel. Go to getbevel.com, punch in FREEJACK, and get your first month free. And now back to the show. Yo, internets, you know what it is. You are tuned into the Combat Jack Show, CombatJackShow.com. You know, I really don't have an intro today, man. So you don't need one. I don't need no intro. You don't I mean, need one. I mean, the Oscars was, was you know, the... Uh, Troy Ave and, and, and man, it's so much shit going on. <laughs> you know what? Let's do this, man. I'm really excited. I haven't seen this brother in a long time. Um, I really appreciate his journey. Actually, you know what? Before we jump into this, man, yo, man, you 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 want, you want a monster? Of course. Let me crack this open. Yeah, crack I've, that I've, open. Had, I've, I've had insomnia, man, so I can't sleep. Yeah, so appreciate it. Oh yeah, all monster. Right, shout, right. out, yeah. shout out to my peoples at Monster Man for making sure that I stay hydrated and woke. Definitely. Stay woke. And we Internet. gotta stay woke. Stay woke. We Internet. gotta stay woke. Internet, man. It's a great honor that I welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Mr. No Malice. What up, baby? What up? What up? What's going on? What's going on? Good to be here. Yo, the last time I spoke to you, I think it was uh, for Hell Half No Fury, that, that album. Yeah. Which was, which was dynamic and amazing. And I had written a review that, 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 that it was off the charts. And it was really, you know, you guys were, you and your brother, man, were one of the first rap acts that I really got to interview even before the Combat Jack show, man. So right. I, I really I, I appreciate remember. that, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and uh, I got to tell you also, man, like I'm really proud of your journey, man. Wow, man. It's, it's, it's difficult. Means a lot. Means could, a lot. I could imagine it's difficult. Yeah. Whatever's, whatever journey you're on to just stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, when you see a truth, a real live truth, man. I seen a truth that I, I can't shake. I can't escape it. I can't ignore it. I have to be able to to live with myself, look at myself in the mirror. And trust me, I mean, if if I could lie to myself, I probably would. But I just never had that luxury. But but look at you, though, man. You're in New York City right now. Yeah, man. Um, You doing some shopping? Nah, nah. What we doing is uh promoting a new movie, End of Malice. Yes, yes, man. I definitely want to get into yeah. that. But look at you, though, man. You looking clean. Ah, uh, thank you, brother. You looking very thank clean. You. Yo, internet. Yo, you looking good. Thank you looking you, man. good. Thank you, Absolutely. Man. Yes. You know, stress will make you lose weight, my dude. <laughs> okay, all right. It does that. Yeah. So let's jump into this interview, man. You're originally from the Bronx. Yes, born in the Bronx. How long did you live in the Bronx? Eight years. Eight years. Came to Virginia at the ripe old age of eight. What do you remember growing up in the Bronx, man? I remember, I'm going to tell you, I remember my brother, uh, my older brother being into hip hop. Okay. I remember the sheepskins, the gazelles, just, you know, watching him from the terrace with his friends uh, breaking on the, on the cardboard. You know, I remember all of that stuff. So you, so you were there, like yeah. ground floor, seeing the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know that makes a lot of sense. Why? And and this is nothing against Virginia Beach or anything like that, but that makes sense why you and Pusha have so much. Right, right. Um, New York kind of like uh, ethos in in, yeah. in in your flow. Yeah, man. definitely. I mean, those those uh, uh, who we gravitated uh, toward. And just you know, coming back to New York every summer. Shout out to my my cousin Snapper uh, Parkchester. 
um, you know, he would always put us up on uh, who was hot. Right. What was I was always first back in Virginia with the you know the newest right. rappers and you know the Rock him and you know everybody. Uh, just for known for that lyric-driven hip-hop, man. So, yeah, I love New York. That's dope, man. They um, fathered my style. Fathered your style, man. Listen, yes. when you talk about the culture shift or the culture shock when you moved down to Virginia Beach. Did you want to? Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely uh, slow-moving. Um, it was definitely, like, I remember being amazed at seeing... Um, Apple trees, you know, mm. like an apple. What's a crab apple? What's an apple tree? You know, just just seeing that. I remember thinking, you know, all the bums could just eat for free and right. there wouldn't be no, you know, yeah. no hunger or anything like that. But um, yeah, it was it was, it was the first time I had experienced racism too. Mm. You know, how so? What'd you see? We yeah, you know, well there was a there was a like a a, a community church. And, uh, you know, we had just moved there and it was like, you know, like a like a, a, a summer day camp as well. And, you know, my mom put me on the bus and I went and I was on the bus. I think I was the only black child on right, the bus. Right. And I remember the, the the kids gathering around me and just chanting, nigga, nigga. Damn. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, I thought it was something I had done. You know, I was right. so young and I didn't even tell my pa- my parents about it. Right, you know? right. That's crazy. So, man. yeah, yeah. So that was the first time I had a, a, experienced racism. Now, yeah. when you get there, um, did you you really wanted to go? Did you want to go to? Vir- no, no, no. I cried. Right, like I cried. I miss my friends. You know, uh, uh, my 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 homies. I remember waving as, as we left. So <laughs> you know, but my parents wanted a better life. Right, you know, of course. You know, my dad wanted to you know get us to uh, uh, Virginia. Uh, my mom, she comes from Virginia, right. so you know we had family members there, and they were just trying to to provide you know a better life. You know, we lived in a, an apartment building on a Gun Hill Road and, you know, from there to a, a two-story home, two-car garage. Backyard. You know. Yeah, backyard. Driveway. Yeah, driveway, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Do you visit your old place in the Bronx? Have yeah, you, yeah, definitely. When I have time and I come in town, yeah, I go, uh, you know, see my, my friends and uh, the people I, I grew up with and, you know, my sister, my older brother, um, their their friends that you know that have lived there longer or right. whatever they all remember me. I'm little Mookie or whatever. Oh, Mookie's here, Mookie's here. So yeah, that's crazy, cool. man. Like you really officially the Bronx. You Gun Hill Road, Gun Hill <laughs> Road, baby. Yeah, two eleven White Plains. Now yeah. it's crazy, man. Like jumping forward a little bit, it's crazy how your father moved y'all down to Virginia. Yeah, to have a better life. Yeah. And then here you go down there, and then years later, here, you, you, you got your hands gotcha. in, in the drug trade. Psych, man. gotcha. Yeah, man. How, how did that happen, man? Well, what happened was it was really by default because, right. uh, you know, we have a, 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 a neighborhood tenement uh, housing area uh, called Bridal Creek in, in our area. And I have, like, two cousins, um, you know, that lived in Virginia, and uh, it, their name is John John and Jamal. And they just had everything on lock. And it's something about uh, these cousins of mine that they grew freakishly big. So everybody was scared of them. You mm. know, they they the brothers or whatever. So they were just doing their thing. And I always hung out with them. Right. So uh, it only made sense to me. It was no way, you know, they were going to get money and I wasn't going to get right. money. It was right, like right, right, way right. too easy. Right. So, you know, that's what uh, introduced me to, to uh, some of the things I got into. So it was really the temptation because you really didn't need to. Man, by no means. Right. By no means. It was just, you know, uh, having the flashy knot at school. I remember uh, junior high giving change. My teacher's looking for change. And I, I got it. I got it. You know what I'm saying? So did, did your teacher it, suspect, man? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. My right. teachers definitely the principal. Everybody suspected, and and uh, you know, some of my friends got caught. You know, right. at, and at an early age, you know. Now, were you a ruthless cat? Uh, I was known for fighting. Right. I wasn't like ignorant like just walk up to somebody and punch them in the face but yeah i was definitely the fighter that's where that whole malice demeanors come from yeah i was always in a good fight so your name came from the streets malice. no 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 oh, no no my name didn't come from the streets right. I, I named myself uh malice from attacking those verbs maliciously right, right, right. As, as a rapper right 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 but yeah that verse malice demeanors and you know pusher even tell you i was the one like i was quick to fight that's crazy now you know what's ill and i'm not trying to glorify it but I know people that that have had extensive um, histories in, in, in that scene, mm-hmm. and every time you guys' names come up, mm-hmm. nine out of ten, those guys are like, "Yo, those guys were really official. It wasn't no rap. It, it wasn't no rap, rap, listen, drug man. dealer. Those guys were official, like real street dudes. Really <sighs> respect your game back then, man. Man, listen." I, I like to think that, you know, we were definitely official. When when people listen to the clips music and when they listen to our catalog, uh, it's nonfiction. Right. I don't think you can fabricate and, and, and be that authentic, you know, in those verses. To me, it was just like the perfect storm. Uh, I always knew how to rap. You know, I, I was just into rap. Right. And uh, and but so so the backdrop, the canvas was about what we were into in the street. So the fact that you could rap plus the kind of life that you was into and you, and you put that together and you got the clips. When did you start writing? Uh, I remember writing as early as. I want to say like about sixth grade. Wow. Yeah, about sixth grade. Writing raps. And who were your influences? Um. Well. My old, like I said, my older brother, he introduced me to to you know people like uh, going way way back, the Sugar Hill Gang, of right, course, Craftwork, right. uh, Trans Europe Express, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, all of that. Mm-hmm. I remember you know dancing in the mirror to that and stuff, and popping and all of that. But um, you know, I was definitely a fan of Run DMC, right. LL Cool J, you know, all of the uh, Beastie Boys, Def Jam, kind of a thing. You know, so you leave the birthplace of hip hop. Right. You get to Virginia Beach. What's the rap scene like down there? Uh, the rap scene, it was um, well, it's definitely it wasn't like it is now because now in Virginia, everybody, everybody. is a rapper. Man. Everybody man. that everybody. might be like that everywhere though. Man, everywhere, man. My, yeah. my, my, my postman's a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what he, I'm nah, saying? Seriously, I swear yeah. to God, he knows I'm in the business and. He be dropping off packages like, yo, yeah. let me let me bust this this yeah. quick sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So, um, yeah, every everybody's a rapper, but I just, you know, remember um, taking it to 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 junior high, just uh, being amongst the dudes that who claimed to be rappers. We right. would always, you know, congregate, get together, and uh, and you know, rhyme. Because you were from New York, did you tr- did they treat you specially? Yeah, they thought everything I did was cool. I tried right. to I tried to hang on to that culture as long as I could. You know what I'm saying? Even as it was slipping away from me, I'm <laughs> New York and leather jackets right. and, the, and the name plates and all of that. You know, so yeah, I came up here. I came back to Delancey Street, got me a fake gold chain, and this girl called me. I was so embarrassed. I was like, "How does she know? She you said, ain't supposed shit, to know uh, about uh, this." That shit is Bondulu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? What's Yo, going on? Um, at the same time, man, what's your earliest? experience or, or or memories of religion and faith uh i would have to say uh my great-grandmother right you know uh and and her daughter my my great-aunt uh i i remember 
uh, ladies coming over to to their house mm-hmm. in, in in Norfolk, Virginia, and and having a Bible study. And I was like, what are, you know, what are they doing? Right. You know, what was that about? Right. So so in my household, uh, there was always a reverence to God. Always, even though, you know, we didn't go to church every Sunday and, you know, my mama cussed with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? But um, there was definitely when when God was mentioned, you know, you paid attention. Right. Did you ever think that you'd be so attracted to to faith, man? No, I didn't. In fact, I thought God was a very uh, distant God. I thought, you know, we were here on this earth and you try to do the best you can. And then one day he'll let you know if you did good enough. You know, that's that was my uh, perception of God. I didn't know that he is very here, very now, very alive, um, not dead by by any stretch of the imagination and that he uh, cares for me and plans my steps. I see that. I mean, I see it clearly, profoundly obvious to me. It's almost beyond religion and actually scientific would you say it is spiritual and and as far as you know religion uh i don't i don't know i don't think anything about myself as far as being religious or or religion what i'm seeing is uh and experiencing is very very uh tangible and personal and uh when i read the word of god it speaks to my mind my soul my intellect you know i'm not into hocus pocus and things of that nature um i i I like to think that people know me from my music so i don't fall for anything these are things that speak to my soul and answer the unanswered questions that i i've had yeah how many siblings did you have in your household uh i have uh an older sister and an older brother and a younger brother which is pusher right and you're five years older than pusher Man, right? Almost five years. Almost, I don't. Yeah. I, you he know says. What I say? He says. Five, he says five years five, proudly. Okay, four yeah, and, four yeah, and, four yeah, and a half. Yeah, I say four and a half to <laughs> get you in the game. Yo, don't push you up there. The, you know. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of out of all your siblings, were you and, and, and Pusher the closest? Um, yeah, I would I would say so. But we we all were. Uh, I, I think just because of the age, right. you know, that Pusher and I were were the closest. But uh, we we were all tight, right? Yeah, and 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 you realize, I guess, growing up, that you had a lot of influence on him. Oh, definitely, right. yeah, yeah. I I definitely uh, realized that growing up. So, did you influence on the rap? I did. Right. I actually did. You know, he would ask me, you know, what are you doing, or or, or what's that about? You know, like a, like <laughs> an annoying little brother. Would yeah, do, right? yeah. Like right. what you rapping for? Right, right, what you writing? Right, right, you know, right. those. What's you know, that? Yeah, what's exactly, that mean? exactly. You know, and I remember. Uh, Teaching him, uh, you know, this is why you like this dude, because they have something to say. Mm. I, I literally remember this right. conversation. Wow. Like, they just not rapping about anything. They have a point. They who, have who, a, you, who are you talking about? Uh, I can't remember, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the exact person right. I was talking about. But I was talking about, uh, I can, sure, I can tell you guys like uh, KRS-One, yes. you know, um, um, Rakim, like we said, uh, Cool G Rap, you know, Streets of New York and things like that, you know, where that, that it was a... Uh, it, it, it had a point to it, substance. you know. Yeah, that's the word. Substance. Some kind of substance, because there were other rappers from different areas that you know uh, that were doing, you know, what what their version of rap was or what what they like. And I was, you know, telling my brother, "This is why I like these guys." Right, right. I remember that. Yeah. Hey, yo, internet. This portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the premier shaving system designed for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. 
This product, the Bevel Shaver, was designed by Tristan Walker, a friend of the Combat Jack Show, an amazing, amazing entrepreneur. He designed this shaver for people to shave with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin because he realized that there were no other products out there for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. The other products out there are not for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Those other products out there will fuck up your shit, Jack. They will fuck your shit up. They will make your shit burn, my, my G. Like, how are you supposed to be shaving, you know, and, and the next thing you know, your shit is like skid marks on your fucking chin, B. And on your neck, back, your Adam's apple. You ever look at a motherfucker's Adam's apple and shit be chopped up, diced apples? Don't do that, my nigga. Don't do that. Go to getbevel.com and punch in the promo code FREEJACK. This is a special code. FREEJACK. F-R-E-E-J-A-C-K. This means it's your first. It's not 20% off. It's your first month free, free Jack, because it's free. Go to getbevel.com, punch in promo code free Jack. Stop butchering your fucking Adam's apple. Take care of that shit. I'm saying, and ladies, get this for your mans too, because I know you hate his shit. Go to getbevel.com, punch in free Jack for first month free. And now back to the show. Now, what kind of kid was Pusha? Oh, Pusha was, he was definitely a, a... A tag along, right. like he always, you know, wanted to go wherever I went. Right, and you uh, were cool with that because yeah, most yeah. most older siblings don't want their younger. Well, brother I had that. some of that too. Right, like I, you know, it would sometimes I just wanted to go be because I had to watch my brother. Right, you know, it was work. And, and if something happened, it, oh man, was, was I? It was on me. Right. So I wasn't going out. It was like watch your brother, and you know, I I had to watch my brother. But uh, push your, uh, you know what what. Um, a lot, a lot of people don't know. You know, Pusha was really into the to the uh, karate scene. Really? Yeah, he was. He loved he, black did he, belt did, did theater. He, did he study martial arts or was just you, the movies? Hey, listen, Pusha's a second degree black belt. Really? So you walk up on him wrong if you won't. Hey, yo, you you crab rappers <laughs> out there, man, watch, you, watch you walk up on him wrong if you won't. Protect your neck, <laughs> dog. <laughs> for sure. He'll flip you. Flip yeah. you for real. <laughs> you know, he know all that run, run, Shaw and all of that. Yo. Really? Yeah. We used to go. We used to go watch Pusha and his, his tournaments and a uh, room full of trophies, number ones and everything. Yeah. Really? Go up to him and kick him. See what nah, happens. Nah, fuck that, man. Nah. <laughs> go kick so, him. So you were known. You were nice with your hands. Yeah. But he was just. Yeah. He, he was on the next level. He, he, he studied it, man. He studied so it. So cats yeah. really knew not to mess with y'all. Um, I like to think so. Right. I like to think so, yeah. So yeah. because he was so nice, yeah. right, did you ever, like, start something with other people? Like, yo, yo, I mean... Uh, nah, 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 nah. nah. Every, all all, all fight, my beefs... Fight all, club? No, nah, all my beefs came from a place. Right, right. You know, all of my beefs came from, right. a, from a place. Right. So as you're influencing Pusher with the rhymes and, and, and rapping and substance in the whole nine, mm-hmm. which is a great education to have, at what point do you start influencing them about the streets? Well, see, and and this is that's a great question. The doors were already open, right. you know, and, and and like I said, from junior high, from junior high, from eighth grade junior high, all the way up to high school. So when he was in the third grade? No, 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 no. Okay. He wasn't. Follow me now. Okay, I'm following. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, in the third grade, he had a pack. <laughs> Yo, that's official. <laughs> <laughs> we about to glorify. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, 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 right, so, right out of high school, I joined the army. Got married, joined the army. My wife and I had a child. So I was at, I was in Fayetteville. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why'd you join the army? Just for stability, right? You know, uh, I got college money out right. of army, and right. just uh, 
you know, just trying to raise a family. So I didn't know what to do, but I knew I had to do and something. And you married at 18. 19, 19, yeah, wow. I did. Still together to this wow. day. 23 years, yeah. right? Amazing. Yeah, almost, almost 25. Wow, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So were you trying, was that also a move to kind of detach from the street? No, no, because, see, it was fun and games. Okay. It wasn't like, oh, I got to get out of here. It was fun. I mean, it was like playing dice, right. you know, hanging out and making money at the same time. Right. But but to answer your question, when, when I had left, when I had uh, went to Fayetteville, North Carolina, you know, um, my homies was telling me that, you know, you know, your brother out here, right? You know, he hanging with so-and-so and I was, you know, hearing that. So he walked right into everybody had love for him. Right, everybody, right. you know, our cousins. He was, he was protected because that was yeah, your little brother. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yo, I was in the army borrowing money from Pusher. That's crazy. He'd be like, yo, it's under the under the thing. I pull a plate out. I see the plate and I see money and it's crazy. Now, I heard this interesting story that that Pusher told about how you actually got busted by your parents. Yeah. For yeah. selling drugs, man. Yeah, can, can you tell yeah. us about that? Yeah, well, well, did he say selling drugs? Did he? He said yes. he said I used to do that. Yes. No, my my well, parents caught me. They caught you. Yeah, yeah, they caught me. My mom was like, she said, I knew you was coming out here. I knew. She said, it's, when it's cold, you don't even like to take the trash out, and here right. you are standing out here in the cold. It was a particular Da-da-da. area, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the same area I had I had mentioned earlier. Right. You know, the tenement buildings where my where my cousins and stuff was at, and uh, she just she just had a hunch. She was like, where Mookie at? Like he's always gone, and I, I was running. Right. You know, I was running always right after school and you know just just out there and so you know that mama's intuition and and she caught me so how did that affect you man because here you are in this in this in this stable family yeah it seems like your family was really no nonsense your mom yeah, yeah. Your father particularly yeah I'm, yeah I definitely can imagine he didn't he didn't tolerate that definitely at all. definitely definitely so what, he, what they, happened after that well, what happened was they, they took me to the now care because they wanted to know if I was using anything, right, right. you know. And I was like, well, I knew I'm going to pass that test right. or whatever. So then, I'm good. Then, wait, wait, no. wait. No, then then they tell, hey, you know what goes through your fingers. If your fingertips and the oils and it gets in your blood and all yeah, of that. Right, right. So I was like, ah, uh, you know. But, um, you know, and then they, they try to uh, keep an eye on you as all parents do. But then they got to work and, right. you know, and, um, you know, they do they, the parents do the best they can. But so you stayed at home or did you move out or? or no, I, I stayed at home. Stayed at home. Okay. Yeah, I stayed at, I stayed at home all the way till I, uh, you know, left. Right. Uh, you know, joined the army. Right. So, yeah, uh, man, this is this is a crazy journey, man. You, you got one hand in the streets. Um, you're writing. Well, this you got to know what what you're talking about now is is junior high high school right but then there's the time when i come out of the of of the army and you know when you learn things it's like riding a bike you know i was in fayetteville and i had i knew how to you know that was your universe i I, I knew yeah i knew what to do right and then when i came home and then you know getting with you know my manager and you know it was like it was like the um a uh, basketball draft where they find a young kid, the talent that you know, you Enough know, going ball. somewhere. Yeah, no and, more street ball is coming and, to the and, leagues. And, yeah, exactly. So damn. So exactly. So so you were you became a beast. I like to think you became a beast. Shamefully uh, so. Shamefully so. But where do you have room to harness your rap skills? That was that was natural. That was. Man, I always knew I could rap. It was rapping was easy. Rapping was second nature. I didn't I didn't practice that. It was just, it was my love and passion for it that that drove that. Right. You know, and I was always good in English, so vocabulary was just, you know, it just played its part. Yeah. But in your mind, 
What was your career goal? Was it to get a nine to five? Was it to stay in the streets? Or was it no. even remotely to become a rap star? The way my dad had, had raised us, I knew that I had to do something. I had to have something concrete, stable. which was, yeah, stable. I was never going to, um, I don't know where I was headed, but I knew it was going to uh, have, I was going to have some kind of a plan. Just like, you know, when I said I joined the army, it was like, I didn't know what I was going to do, but this here, I'll start here and I'll be thinking and I'll move on to the next. Just so happens that while I was in the army, Pharrell was like, man, we're going to go get this deal, you know. And uh, when I was in the army, here, here's the thing. They, you can sign up for eight years in the army. And I'm just so glad I was attentive. The dude asked me, he said, so you're signing up for eight years? And I, I, fi- I saw he was asking me. I said, do you have something less? <laughs> he said, he said, we have four years. I said, do you have something less? Word. He said, we got a two-year one. I said, that's me, baby. <laughs> that's me, two years. Yo, I, want, I want the diet army. <laughs> yeah, I want the diet army. I want, so luckily, I wasn't in there for so long. Right. And, and Pharrell was like, come on, man. You know, come home as soon as you get out. You ain't got much longer. Da, da, da. We're going right. to go get this deal. And, man, that's exactly what happened. Now, tell us, man, your first meeting with Pharrell. First time you met Pharrell, if you can remember. Uh, uh, my first meeting with Pharrell. Oh, your earliest memories of Pharrell, man. I just remember, you know, uh, I remember hanging out. I remember being on BMXs. I remember uh, in the parking lot of Wendy's. Um, I remember Pharrell just telling all these, uh, you know, talking about his dreams, you know. He which was were music related. Yeah, yeah, which were music related, definitely. Uh, and I remember like, this dude is weird. Right, <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right, I'm right. like, come on, man, that don't that don't happen. Right. And he was like, nah, nah, we can do this and we can do that and we'll do it like this and we can do it like that. And da, 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 da. So he already had the blueprint. Listen, in his head, in his, head right, right. his own blueprint. Right. Like he won't following nobody. Right. He was just like the world was his, and he was not ashamed of of these wild sounding ideas, which, uh says a lot for believing in yourself yes, yes, you yes, know because yes, yes. he believed in himself like it, it was it was just incredible right you know and, and, and to watch you know just knowing him from from younger and 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 having these fantasies and, and and wild ideas to believe in him and then stepping in them and walking them out and watching them manifest yeah believe in yourself Yo, it's crazy yeah how big that dude became yeah <laughs> that happy record like yo it's <laughs> yeah. like yo we know Pharrell, like yeah. us that are rap fans, right? Know Pharrell as the super producer that has been producing consistent hits, right? Since right. Since he came into the scene, right? Right. And, and yeah. that that career itself, yeah, is amazing. I remember hearing Pharrell on the Howard Stern show saying, "Yo, that one happy record is about twenty times bigger than his entire career before." Well, you that. saw that, like That's you saw crazy. that. You couldn't you couldn't escape that song. Yeah, crazy, and and not. He yeah, super producer, but you know, way back Pharrell would freestyle like we'd leave from Virginia driving in the car to to New York and right. he'd freestyle almost the, <laughs> the entire you take, way. You, you, you became his ambassador to New York. You started taking them to New York. No, okay. no, no, no. We went to New York to get in front of the labels. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, right. we me, Chad, you know, mm-hmm. uh Mike E, my brother, we would we would hop in uh in, in Chad's car, you know, all cramped and luggage and, you know, uncomfortable and, you know, putting our money together and, and coming to New York just to to, you know, show showcase our talent. Now what role did Chad play? 
Like, what role does he play? Oh, Chad is is uh, Chad is a, a key and a major role. You know, Chad basically, Pharrell. It seemed like he would mostly do the percussion, right? And Pharrell would do, you know, I mean, uh, Chad would do chords, right? right you know, right. he he would do chords. He would do live instrumentation. Um, you know, wherever studio we's at, I don't care what's laying around. It'd be a xylophone. It'd be a trumpet. It'd be a, a clarinet. Whatever <laughs> he'll pick it up and play it. I'm like, when did you have time to learn this? That's crazy. But it, yeah, he he, you know, and he also have a, has a brother that's uh, incredible with the piano. Okay, like, yeah. So. so he comes from a musical background. Well, he's Filipino, so you know he can do anything. <laughs> don't get racist up yeah, in here. Don't no, get racist, no, 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 no malice. <laughs> I don't want them Filipinos outside. I, hey, uh, listen, I'm Filipino. I'm from Virginia. I'm from Virginia. I'm Filipino. Yo, you so, know. So, so growing up and with 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 the with the Neptunes, man, like y'all would rap with each other, and then y'all started like recording. Yeah, you know, uh, we would go to Chad's house, right? And Chad's parents would always cuss us out, you know, for making all the noise and right. everything up in the attic. But they had a pre-production studio. Uh, in the attic, and uh, we we would make these demos. We would make these songs, and and I'm gonna tell you about the the allure or the um, I guess obsession, if you will, to make uh, a song and then to drive to New York and knock on the door and literally know that this person can say yay or nay, yay, right. you got a deal, or it was like fishing. You know, eventually, you know, somebody's gonna bite because we really believed in law of averages. You, yeah, the law of averages, and we also believed in our talent. Right. So even when if if something didn't go right and we didn't get a deal, I always thought something is wrong with you. Right. Like I didn't go back. What could I do different, or how could I change it to appease them? And I would say that to anybody listening that that's aspiring to to do anything, you have to believe in 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 your craft first. Because people ask me, I want you to listen to this. I'm like, it don't matter what I think about it, man. Right. Right. What if I told you it's whack? So now you're going to go change it to suit me? Right. You have to know what it is before you come outside your front door and then go and push that thing. Where did the confidence come from? Did it bleed from off of Pharrell or did, you know what I'm saying? You said yeah. you already. Yeah, I was were... already. I was all, I was already rhyming. Actually, right. actually, we have a mutual friend and our mutual friend was telling us like, you know, uh, my man Gene, he rhymes. You need to get with him, you know, and then he would tell me, yo, my man Pharrell, he make beats. You need to get with him. Right. You know, uh, also, also, I don't, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure they don't know this as well, but I knew I could rhyme, but I could never find like good beats. Right. So I just, I just wrote rhymes and it, I just stack them, but I, you know, I just couldn't find good music. So a buddy of mine told me, he was like, yo, I found this dude and he can, he make the beats, you know, kind of beats you would like. I know you would like him named DJ Timmy Tim. We got together and we, I was always at, that's who's Timbaland now, Timbaland, you know, right, would right. go to Timbaland's house and, you know, make tracks and make that's songs. That's right, because he was in Virginia Beach too. Man, he like, lived, what, what, I could throw a rock at his house from my house. What was in the water that, that, that all you amazing artists. Wow. Were Appreciate same, that. Thank were, you. Were within the same radius, man. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was about. Cause we, we definitely, you know, all knew each other. Um, Missy, here you are getting free beats, free fresh yeah. early beats from yeah. Timberland. Yeah, from from Timberland. Come through, uh, come through, Missy, and, and and spit some bars. Hey, listen, man, it, I and you didn't know what it was going to be later, right. you know. But Tim actually, he blew up. Tim blew up, yes. you know. And, and and we were still nobody was making any kind of noise or anything, 
you know, so we would see Tim like, wow, he actually did it. So you Tim know? was the Tim. Tim was, was the was, first. He, yeah, he was the Tim he was, was the icebreaker. Yeah, he like, was the icebreaker. Like this is real now. Yeah, like we yeah, can really for sure. I could imagine yeah, Pharrell's for eyes sure. glowing right but now. Like, listen, yo, we about to get this. Listen, Pharrell ain't gonna be outdone now, <laughs> yeah. for real. And we all grew up together, right? Right, right. You know, even even Pharrell and Tim was in a group uh, with with Magoo called Surrounded by Idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah. Now, what was you guys' original names, man? Um, DDP. You know, we patterned after uh, BDP. BDP. Ooh, so, I'm so, glad y'all yeah, didn't stick with that. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were DDP, and what we were actually a gang. Right. What was know? what was it? What that stand for? It standed for Death Dual Production. So now everybody in the gang had your partner, and you was responsible for having your your partner's back. And we and we had a leader, and when he called, like we all yo meet us over here, and we all go there. Yo, how many members were in DDP? I would say I would say uh, I would say probably about. Around twenty, maybe a little more than right, twenty, right, right, right. and we, and we all we all had partners, right. you know, and we get into riffs with the cats from New York that right, would come right, down, right, right, you know, because right, right. they come and steal and our girlfriends come, and all come of down that. All arrogant, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and and had better work. You okay, know? so so y'all went from from Deaf Dual Productions, and what what was your what was your individual name? I was a uh, G Mac at the time. G Mac. I'm glad you're not G Mac. Yeah, anymore, yeah, but... yeah. Me too. Me now, too. Now wait a minute. Is it true that Push's name was Jarvis? Jarvis. Somebody told me his name was Jarvis. <laughs> nah. What was his original name? You mean his rap name? Rap name, yeah. He was Terra. He was Terra. Yeah. Okay. It was his his name was Terra. G Mac and Terra. Yeah. Well, we weren't together rapping okay. at this time. Okay, right. You know. How did you pull him in the fall? Well, we were And uh, I'm sorry. When did you realize that he was nice? His very first rap. Really? His very first rap. Uh a a, a girlfriend of ours, uh Tracy. We called her uh, Tracy from Space. It was the Neptunes. There was Tammy Lucas. Her name was Venus. We were the Clips as in Eclipse, Star Trek. So it was all solar so was, system. So wait, wait. So the Clips is from Eclipse. Like, right. So I thought it was like Clips and the Gun, man. Nah, 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 okay. nah. That was that was a Fat Joe's crew full right. of Clips. Right, right. I remember you that You know, too. we were yeah, full yeah. Eclipse. Right, right, right. But we ain't want no trouble with Joe. So, <laughs> no, no. okay, Joe, we'll change our name. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how big DDP is. Yeah, yeah. Ter- Terror Joe. Squad is official. Yeah, yeah. We respect Terror Squad. So, you know, yeah, man. So um, I was G-Mac. Uh, later on, Terrence was, uh, was Tara. Oh, we had a, a girlfriend. Her name was Tracy. Trace right. from Space was her name. Tra- that's, that's ill. Yeah. So, y'all sounded like some weird cats, man. Yeah, yeah. It was all, it was all. Um, was y'all you know, doing ecstasy uh, or it, it, mushrooms? No, no, no. And then it was the Great Space Coasters. Remember that? The yes, great yeah, space, right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, the Great Space Coasters and all. We was had all that, some of that going on. And, um. Uh, there was a track. It was called A Thief in the Night. Uh, I wrote to it. Uh, Tracy from Space, she wrote to it. And Pusha was like, I'm going to try and write to it. He wrote to it. And he wrote it. And he spit it. And it was like, wow. You know, it was, it was. I mean, it was really dope. And especially to be his first time rhyming. Right. And since neither one of us really liked to write, you know, all that much. Right. It just... Uh, what do you mean? So you guys would spit, spit off the top of your head or... No, no. You know, just... And even to this day, like, we never had throwaway tracks. Right. We never wrote, like, 20 songs and then you cut back and oh, find the best saying. 11. Right, so, yeah. Like, if you wrote it, we going to use it. Right. So like, you, guys, you, guys, you guys work from, the, from a position of economy of hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't, we, weren't gonna, we weren't in the studio all day just writing rhymes and, you know. And then our, our rhymes are so thought out, right. you know, and they're so, so cerebral and, and intellectual that you're, you're not just going to do a— you, I can't sit down in an hour and write a rap and have a song ready for the world. You know, right, right. we just we that's never been our style. 
Hey, yo, Internets, I want to take a pause from the Combat Jack show to tell you about Viceland, a new TV channel from Vice that just debuted. And as we've told you before, they're rolling out a lot of very cool programs, including Weedakit, the new weed culture sweeping the country. But as you know, the Viceland show that I'm going to be fucking with heavy from the jump is fuck that's delicious. Hosted by the one and only Action Bronson. The show co-stars another good friend of the Combat Jack show, Mayhem Loren. So again, it's pretty much a family affair for us. The show looks exactly what an Action Bronson food show should be. Action smoking mad weed, going out to eat with Mayhem and Big Body Best and Alchemist at various delicious spots around the globe. We're talking Jamaican takeout spots in Atlanta, barbecue joints down south, fancy restaurants in South Beach. They smoke and eat and smoke and eat and smoke and eat. And that's not a bad lifestyle. Speaking of Action Bronson videos, here's a Loudspeakers Network fun fact. Did you know that former Combat Jack show newscaster turned Loudspeakers Network executive Matt Rass edited the video for Action's classic 2011 clip, Shiraz? It's true. You can look it up. Vice should have hired Raz to do this show, too. But Raz or no Raz, be on the lookout for the new Viceland TV channel featuring Fuck That's Delicious out on your cable TV right now. And then check out the rest of the great offerings from Viceland. Now back to the show. Now, did you think it was unique to have your brother as part of your rap group? Because that's, that's, you don't really see that. Yeah. Um, it just came together. You know, I don't, none of it was, was planned. It right. just came together and it, it made sense. And uh, it cut down on the writing, which was great for both of us. Right. You know, you do 16, I do 16, 8, 8, and then we done. Right. Talk about, I mean, this has to happen. Talk about the sibling rivalry between you and Pusha, particularly back then. You know, I don't know what we would, what we would get into fights about. Right. You know, all I know is we get into a fight, he'd be mad and he'd go run and rip my Run DMC posters off of my wall. Mm, that sounds about right. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. So, But that he, was about the worst of it. Like, right, yeah, that was Y'all it. never that really clashed. Like, no, no, no. Never right. not like right. nothing stupid. That's dope, man. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, in, in my house, you, you, you took care of your brother. Right. You looked out for, for, for one another, you know. Yeah, I mean, it might have been a few little scuffles, but nothing like, you know, right. <laughs> chasing him around with a knife or something. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So Pharrell is a real producer. He's he's not a beat maker. The Neptunes are real producers, right? And right. real producers will coach rappers. They're not just gonna let you spit. They're like, no, 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 change that. Did you have that relationship right. with Pharrell? Well, you know, Pharrell pretty much. Uh, he's a, a rapper himself. Yes. You know, he's a rapper himself. And then you know, when you make beats, many times the hook comes at the time of the making of the beat. Right. So as it's done, you you know, as you as you're making your beat. If there's something in mind, I was thinking maybe, you know, something like this or something like that. So we always had like a some kind of a stencil or something uh, initially, you know, uh, uh, starting off. Right. But um, so it was collaborative. It was more collaborative as opposed to him directing y'all. Well, collaborative, but every time we wrote our own rhymes. Right. Of course, I don't know. Of course, of course. You know, now, no, now, wait, now, no ghostwriter. Now, 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 listen, listen. Yeah. That doesn't say, like, if, you know, Pusha come to me, you know, this is what I got so far, right, that right. something doesn't come to mind, you should go here, or and vice versa. Right, now, right, right. that, you know, that don't count. But we always wrote our own rhymes. And people thought that, like, either I or Pusha wrote for Pharrell, always wrote his own mm, rhymes. Mm. Like, straight up, you know, straight up. So talk about when you get the deal, man. Uh, You know, when we got the deal, I had, I had said that... Um, they, they they say that that our career we don't even have a, a a profound story to tell 
because we got our, our deal within a year right. of, of shopping for deals. So right. it won't no struggle like, you know, a million doors slammed in our faces. Matter of fact, um, for the most part, the whoever we were standing before, you know, whether it was, you know, Sylvia Roan or any of the A&Rs and uh, Mark Pitts mm. and, you know, all of those, all of those dudes, um, they were always interested. We could tell it was never like they're whack. Right. You know, either either the money wasn't what we thought we should get right. and trying to hold out. And, right. you know, those were more of uh, of the issues. But, uh, yeah. And it also helped because at that time, Pharrell already started making hits. Yeah. He yeah. was known as a producer. So yeah. there was a familiarity. Yeah. With the business. Yeah. And- with the, yeah listen, uh, he helped us avoid a lot of the pitfalls and right. in, in knowing what we should go after and definitely having a lawyer. Right. Like, you can't look over who, your deal who's, yourself. Who's your lawyer? Uh, let's see. Uh, at at that time, time right. at that time, it was uh, Mandelbaum. Oh, Tim Mandelbaum. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mandelbaum. Yeah. He's a good dude, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely a good definitely, dude, man. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we done had a few lawyers, though. But yeah, <laughs> Mandelbaum. So you guys signed a deal. Mm-hmm. How are you managing? Like, what's going on with the street shit now, man? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy because I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 but I could imagine. I'm not going to ask you, but I could imagine it had to be crazy. Yeah, it was definitely it had crazy. To be crazy right? it, 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 it was definitely crazy, and and I think the craziest it got was during the hiatus, right? Because you still gotta look like money, right? Exactly. Yeah, you still gotta look like money. Like <laughs> yeah. it ain't because rap is over and now you know you got problems. You right. still gotta look like money. Of course. Talk about making the classic album, man. Lord willing. Talk mm. about that, man. Talk about the environment and what the magic was like and what the process was, man. Um, Lord willing, first of all, that was a uh, a saying that my grandmother and mother used to say, you know, uh, I'll be back, Lord willing, mm-hmm. you know. So we knew uh, if it was the Lord's will, right. it would happen. That's basically... Uh, my, my mom says the same thing. Yeah, not 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 taking for granted, uh, I'm going to see you tomorrow right. or, you know, I'm coming here next year. Like, you know, it's Lord willing. Lord willing right, right. Because right. That's a profound title for a rap album, though. Bro, bro, yeah. And it's yeah. also kind of... Not, yeah, it's, it's, it's prophetic. Ironic, pro, yeah, it's, it's pro, prophetic. prophetic. Yeah, it's yeah. prophetic. Yeah. It's prophetic, yeah. Lord willing. But, um, you know, we were just very uh, hungry very rebellious right. um couldn't wait to to be able to 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 make records and, and and uh share them with the world after shopping and you know by this time we done you know now someone finally bit so now we really get to showcase our talents right. not only that but you know those beats were just like well, come on we with the hottest producers right, and right, 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 so right. we're not just coming in on you know some AOK you know we get to spit on y'all, y'all not on no group home shit like yeah. we're, 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 we're premiering no shots to group home but <laughs> hey, hey listen listen nah, Cla- nah. another classic album yeah yeah for sure so what? um when you hear grinding yeah do you like that beat I love you, it. You loved it. I love it. Hey, but when I first heard it, I told Pharrell, I was like, yo, you have to add something to it, though. Right. It's just it's just nothing to it. We we wrote uh, Grinding twice. We rewrote it. We wrote uh, one set of lyrics to it and then went back and married it, I right. guess, again, you know. You only had one guest artist on the album, and that was uh, Fabulous, Fan- right? Uh, was it was Fabulous? Fabulous was up there in the, in the locks. The locks, that's right, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's there. right. And Fam Lay. Yes. And Fam, and Fam Lay. I, I say that because um, out of all the records 
on that album, Comedy Central, is 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 got to be one of my favorites, man. Wow. Because the the combination between that Brooklyn boy and you and 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 and, and Pusha and 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 the beats, yeah. you'll talk about making that record together and how y'all got Fabulous on and how even the name is kind of bugged out, bro. I can't sit up here and make that up. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to tell you so. Right. Um, how did how did we get fabulous? You know, but we always had a, a mutual respect for for fabulous and right. and fabulous to to me uh, is one of the MCs who who still sticks consistent. to the rules. Yeah, consistent, consistent. Right. consistent not, Regardless not of cats think he's relevant or not, and I think he's always going to be relevant. Yeah, me but, too. But, but cats too. is they snoring on yeah. on Fab right now. Are they man? I think so, man. I mean, I think you know. He's consistent. He's consistent. He's consistent in his style. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It it, just, it reminds me of, of the way Clips would do things mm, to me. Right. Yeah. Now, did y'all have a, a, a grudge on your shoulders? Like, we're from Virginia. We're coming out of Virginia. So yeah. we got to let all these cats, particularly then, yeah. these New York cats, yeah. know don't fuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't uh, let us on any of the, the mixtapes. Right. Like DJs? You know? Like particular D- DJs? Yeah. DJ Clue, you know. And, really? Uh, yeah. 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 At why? That time. Be- why? Because y'all, y'all. Were- I, I think because we was from Virginia. Right. Uh, Shouts out to Clue. He, right. you know, later yeah, <laughs> started yeah. looking out for us. So. Yeah, I need those, I need those yeah. tracks. Yeah. But the thing was, the thing was, after trying to get on so many mixtapes and and not being able to, and you know, y'all just some Virginia kids or whatever, we were like, we're gonna do it like Outcast. Outcast don't need nobody. Mm-hmm. They represent where they from. Mm-hmm. That's the way we should have been they're doing proud. it anyway. They're yeah, they are proud right. of who they are, and right. you know, so yeah, yeah. Um, we just like like whatever, right. you know, whatever. We do it ourselves. Yo, whose idea was it to do the the artwork for the for the? Oh, the I was cover? definitely Jesus in the background. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus, my, Jesus, Jesus yo, in the yo, car. you had Jesus. Yeah. the name of the album is Lord Willing. Yeah, and yo, internet. You better take them wherever you go. You better take them where you go. Yo, that so that was your concept. Yeah, that was your concept. Yeah, for sure. Who's the artist on that? Oh man, why are you doing this? To I'm stuck. It's all right, man. You supposed to pass me a piece of paper? Do you remember? I'm sorry, man. Drink some more of that monster, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yo, classic, classic. Um, and then how does how does the deal change your life? Because it goes from 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 the outside looking in, mm-hmm. it looks like it goes from zero to sixty. I mean, you guys are at the Grammys, yeah, performing with Justin Timberlake, yeah, like, yeah. It, uh, it was definitely a um a speed demon, man. Right. We were speedballing, right? You know, uh, a a a lot happened fast in a, in a, in a in a short amount of time, right? You know, but um, we, were you were you guys ready? Were you ready ready for it? Yeah, I, I think so. Right. I think as ready as you get. Right. You know, as ready as you get. Right. I always like to think that I had some kind of uh uh. I think I'm the most sound uh uh. I ha- I have a a great reasoning mechanism within myself. I've always had a a you know a a, a sense of um just being grounded, you know, of some sort. So that, that should tell you like, and if you're not grounded, you're just going to be that way much further off. Right. You know, but, um, we were very proud of it. And I think the high for me was to be able to put on from where we were from. You know what I'm saying? Put Virginia on the map. And no outside producers. This, yeah. This is crew love. Yeah, this is crew. This is Virginia. Right. This is Virginia Beach Boulevard. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is Norfolk. This is right. Virginia Beach, you know. Right. And then, of course, so you guys have a you guys have a a, a classic album. Everybody knows that 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 you guys are top five in terms of like rap skills and and quality. Appreciate it. Um, and then the industry starts doing what the industry does. Right. What it's supposed to do. Right. Like what it's just, supposed just, to do. Well, just break you down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you let it. Yeah. Definitely. Because you come in as an artist thinking, I'm finally in. 
I yeah. did what I had to do. Right, right. And then what starts happening? Like the deals, what, what, what happens? Well, man? well. see, now now once you get in the door, that's, that's the first thing. Now it's like, who are you now? Right. You know, what kind of foundation do you have? Because when you come into an arena like this, you have to know that everything is coming at you from all different ways. So now it's about how you're built. How right. solid are you? What is your foundation? You know, are you on a solid foundation or are you on rocky, unstable ground? And if, uh, you know, when, when you're able to afford it, a lot of times you uh, fuel your your lust demons and your desires. And, you know, you just go wherever you can afford to go and you can uh, literally hang yourself. Right, right, right. I mean, and we see it all the time. I mean, from day one. Yeah, I mean. you, you, you see it all the time. You know, this is a thing of you you see in the headlines, this person having uh, troubles. He He's in jail. Uh, there's some kind of drug abuse or uh, domestic abuse or uh, someone's contemplating suicide or someone's having financial issues. You know, you see it we see it all the time this one's in jail in and out of jail so um we we, we kind of sweep it under the rug like you know somebody did something wrong but what it is is like you just want solid in your foundation right yeah. and it, it seems though like like getting to this point it seems like y'all were solid but how solid were you uh bro i i didn't have god with me right. you know to the point i had i had enough god in me to say some kind of lyric that referenced God and flirt with it. But then I would tag on to the end of it, some kind of cute, creative way uh, to, to give you part truth, but then to justify, you know, uh, doing what it is I wanted to do, you know. And the word of God says God will only be worshipped in spirit and in truth. So you ain't going to get to be cute on God's terms. Right, like, right, if right. you're going to dance with the devil, dance you, with you, him. You, you thought you, yeah, thought you was Yeah, I thought, I thought I could do enough. <laughs> you're like, God, you heard what I said? I, I mentioned you. All right, now, nah, let we me. Good, we good man, now, yeah, right? Nah, I got, nah. I got some more points, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to ease up on his soft side, like I could do something for God, but you can't. Because of the industry uh, realities, man, and, and, and the ups and downs, is that why you call the next album Hell Hath No Fury? Yeah, um, because we were very, very, like, angry. Um, angry we, at the industry? You guys were angry at Pharrell, too, in a sense? Uh, no, you know, we were, it was just angry because things just stopped going our way after right. going so You guys well. were so spoiled. Yeah, we were definitely spoiled right. and 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 we had we had issues with with the label. Um there were some in, in, internal uh disagreements, but it was never anything that um you know, and that's another thing. You be seeing like crews, it, it always breaks my heart when you, you see the crew start falling apart mm -hmm. and start talking about each other. Like, right. I hate, listen, man, right. I know, I know, I know Wayne and baby and, right. and Eclipse. We never had like the best. Well, we did have a great relationship at one time, mm -hmm. but even me, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to see them brothers. Yeah. That, at that, odds. It ain't right. Man. Yeah. It ain't right. It ain't like, right. cause you know, they came up together and you know what I'm saying? Stop playing. But, go kiss your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, yeah. that, 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 that ain't starting nothing. Nah, but, nah, but, we but, just, but, we just playing. But yeah, yeah, we just playing. But, <laughs> but for me, for me, like you know, I just didn't like seeing that that breakup. Right. Uh, even you know, with with, with Dame and, and Jay, Jay, I'm right. like. Yo, that that's part of the mystique and the magic that he was still with his homie. Yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, Y'all yes. doing this thing together. So so even, you know, of course, family does have uh disagreements, 
But but man, if if you got love, then you know you keep it between yourself. You work it out. You forgive, and you know what I'm saying, and and, and keep that uh, unified front. But it, it is truly, really, always been love with 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 us, and you know Pharrell, and it's always been good. Yo, Hell Half No Fury is is another instant classic, Appreciate instant it. classic. But yo, like the the energy, man, was just it was on a different level, man. Yeah. Like the youth did. I mean, you guys were angry. Yeah, you guys were disappointed, but. No holes bars, like right. talk is, about is that, whatever. Is that what it was? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It was like it's nothing to lose. Say what, say what you got to say. Right. You know, no more, Mister Nice Guy, and yeah. Talk about um till the casket drops. Till the casket drops, um, which is kind of prophetic, also. Yeah, Listen. with regard to at that time and where we are today, like the state of the clips. Like yeah. we didn't even know that y'all y'all really putting the casket down yeah it was coming it was coming and, and people tell me that they could tell that uh i was i was somewhere else or headed somewhere you were, else it was yeah. because of you yeah yeah right. that i was i mean if you listen to um push's verses too on that like there 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 was some very reflective um introspective kind of uh ideas and and, and thoughts going on like you know we we, we both had seen some things um but but me and I like to think I was always the conscious of right. the clips. Right. Like I was always the because conscious. Because you always wrapped like like, like kind of like remorse and regret. Because I seen and it. These are the yeah. realities exactly. of this, and, and even though we're in the game and yeah. this and that, yeah. And I'm 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 great at what I do. Yeah. But yeah. Damn, I'm great at what I do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. That was good. Exactly. Exactly. So so uh, people could see that 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 uh. I was transitioning, you know, and, and, and that God was working on my heart. Yeah. Now, what are the conversations you're having with, with Pusher? Like, as you're going through this, man, is he understanding what you're going through? Well. Does he see it? Well, see, that's the thing. We, this thing won't up for no debate. This one, we weren't going to sit down and we weren't going to talk about it and come to an understanding. Uh we we have a great relationship. We had a great run together. I got to work and travel the world with my brother, so that was our season. Right. We're not uh, twins or joined at the hip. Right. We respect each other as men. If he uh if he told me like you know something to benefit his personal life or right. you know he a change he had to make to live with himself, then you have to just accept that. You know, you, you, you have to, you can't put uh, your expectations on someone else's right. life. And that's exactly what he did, right. you know, and, and to this day he supports me. You but know? did he, but, but even before it got to the point, I want to, I want to get to that conversation in a minute, but even before y'all got to that conversation, did he ever say like, yo, you good? Like, did he ever, do you remember him like realizing something and saying, yo, mm, no, I think, I think we were, we would have rolled this thing to the wheels fell right, off, right. you know? And 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 then and then I I just uh I was being pulled because I really wanted like to be with my family right, a lot right. and it's like you're on the road right you're on the road and you say you're on the road for two months okay and then you got like a week time to go home be home so then when it's time to go home somebody else wants a show and then you got people counting on money like you got your road managers you got the people that's on the road with you so you know you got to go out here and chase the dollar chase the dollar right, chase the dollar right, 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 right. and I, I I was I was just getting tired of like being herded <laughs> right. like like cattle. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, and and at what point? Because you spoke about this before. At what point do you realize that you're suffering through depression? Ah, uh, man, it was it was a, a a few instances. Right. Um, sometimes you don't even know that you're suffering in depression. Right. 
you know, and, and it could be in the pits of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, what I do know is that, you know, I had told Pusha that I can't do this rap anymore. I told him that um, we had just finished the album, mm-hmm. just come off tour. It was a good breaking point. You know, it was like like the perfect time to make my exit. So I told him, you know, I told him that I, I wasn't going to do this anymore. Um, I told him that. Uh, and y'all had a lot of money on the table because oh. it was it had become the, the 10th anniversary of Lord Willen. Yeah. You guys had a lot of opportunities to yeah. to, 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 to go on tour and, and yeah. do that record. Like and now. Money, it's the 10th anniversary of something of Hell Have No Fury damn, or something so like that. So money was like, on the table. Hey, man. I, I know I, I have a I have a, 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 a vendetta against money. That money was coming from my life. Right. That money was trying to rob really? me. It was trying to rob Yo, me. Yo, man, of... I, I know about 80 <laughs> percent of my listeners right now wish they had that problem yeah. where money was running them yeah. down. Yeah. And they can have it. it if was, they money want was to. running you down. They can they can have that problem. Money is good. Who don't need money? Right. right. But when it comes time to, and, and, and you uh, taking for granted and sacrificing the things that 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 mean to, the most to you, it's it's not the money. It's the, it's your discipline. It's your discipline. <laughs> you know it's it. Your it, founda- it's your foundation. Yeah, it's, it's your definitely it comes, it comes your, foundation. your foundation. And I and I hadn't had one. Right. Right. You know, uh, I was I was going with the wind, whatever which way. You know what I'm saying? So so. Um, I it ain't like you know money. He got money, so he can't. Nah, that ain't it. Money is good, and people need money. You need money for yourself. You need money so you can help other people. Yes. So you you you, you can help you, the world. Really, yeah. I mean, in a perfect world with money, listen, you can help the world. Listen, we get so that we chase that dollar and chase that dollar, and, and we think that it's everything. But you know, if, if for me now, if it don't come from God, I don't want it. I want to ask you one more question before we go to a quick break. Can you define as clearly as possible what depression feels like? Ah. Uh, I had started to experience what is known as social death, meaning, you know, you become um, introverted. You know what I'm saying? You, you, uh, and you weren't like that before. To to a certain right. you, like, you know, I'm usually quiet. You know what I'm saying? But but I didn't want to be around anybody. You know, I like my circle. I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't want to hear about nothing. And you just start like withdrawing mm-hmm. uh, from from you know things that you may have liked to do. You know, people, uh, family members, and 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 you like just think of things yourself, or or you're internalizing things yourself. And for me, it was like I was in a pit that I felt like I could not climb out of. So instead of wrestling with that feeling I like gave into it and most of the time my attitude was just solemn and melancholy and like okay you know you weren't fun to be around nah <laughs> you, you asked the dudes on the bus you know on the tour bus like, yeah, like I'm, nah. not, I'm not sitting next to no, listen, I'm not sitting next to malice listen listen <laughs> er, everything start looking foolish to me everything right. start looking dumb to me right, I'm right, like right, right. like come on man that's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, thanks for sharing yeah. that, man. Definitely. Let's, let's, let's go to a quick break. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, CombatJackShow.com. Right, Mena? There you go. Hey, yo, man, we got, we, we, got, we, got, we got no malice on the show, guys. Yeah. We got no malice on the show. So F your radio, F your TV show, and F your podcast. <laughs> All right? Yeah, we'll be back after the break. All right. Yo, let's take a break from the Combat Jack Show to talk to you about Audible.com. Do you love books but find that you never have time to read them? Audible.com has a perfect solution Get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while all on the go. At the gym, during your commute, or on a plane. For instance, I just found out I'm going to South by Southwest. 
So an Audible book will be perfect for the flight. Audible.com provides over 180,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Their app is free and works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Audible.com also has the Great Listen Guarantee. If you decide you don't like the book you choose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. I just set up my Audible account, and I'm about to check out The Happy Vegan by the homie Russell Simmons. I read a little bit of it when Russell was on the show recently and told him I'd read up on some more about the vegan lifestyle. I've been putting it off, but, you know, I, I, it's always time for a change. And it's on, and I'm on my way to South by Southwest, so I'm going to listen to it and see how I'm going to make that switch. And just for the Combat Jack Show listeners, Audible.com is offering a free, free, free 30-day trial membership Go to audible.com slash combat today. Audible.com slash combat today to start your free trial today. Again, show your support for the Combat Jack Show and get a free 30-day trial. Internets, I know how y'all are. This is free. Get your free 30-day trial at audible.com slash combat. And now back to the show. Hey, yo, Internets, you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, combatjackshow.com. We got no malice in the building. Yes, sir. Yo, so... You know, this is great, man. This is you, 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 I love the way you're saying that all that glitters Ain't is gold. not gold, especially Ain't since gold. you have so many people out here right now risking everything oh. to just be in this industry. And I'm not, yeah. we're not trying to discourage anybody. No, I'm not no dream killer. As much as we're saying, make, sure, no make, dream make sure your foundation is right. Yeah, that's right. Now, that's you right. know, you, you talk about, and I really want to get into this, man, because I think this is so profound. You talk about, and it's natural, man. You get, you get married so young and this is you love this woman but you mm. really you still right. haven't experienced the world you know what i'm saying and you guys grow so big that the temptation is there right so there's inf- infidelities in the whole well, night yeah you know it don't it, and it don't have nothing to do with getting married young right, right. i think getting married young is a beautiful thing right. you know my son got married young gave me two beautiful grandkids and they have what, a you a grandfather man i'm papa homie <laughs> i'm papa so 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 what so what do you do when the grandkids are around you let, really start acting let, like gra- come on yo, man you, the, you, you should see be, me you i'm the coolest granddad ever no, you the youngest great look yeah at you, man. man appreciate it i'm look, rolling around in the 18, floor by the way too man did what are you doing, man? You exercising on your diet or what, man? Hey, you man. juicing? Because you look nah. 10 years younger, man. Thank you. Thank you. God keeps me, baby. Okay. God keeps me, okay. you know. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So so did you ever get... I'm sorry. Did, no, go ahead. Did you ever get busted or did you just open up and no, tell No, I, I, I told, you know, on myself. Right. I won't never the kind of dude to, to be sloppy and come home and you got phone numbers in your pocket and right. condoms in your pocket and all of that. So I was just carrying a burden and, right. I, and I wanted to and be free. And that is free. a burden. Like for yeah. somebody like, you know what it is, man? If I, You know, we, we're both in this industry. Right. And it is a burden when you're doing something. Right. That's not right. And what throws me off is cats that talk like it's not a burden. Like right. you're supposed to be. Like, yeah, like it's cool. It's cool. Like, yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. You know, uh, we all fall short. You know, we all fall short. But it's like, are you holding that banner up? Are you celebrating and 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 reveling in that in that in that sin? Are you? What are you doing? Are you wallowing in it? Are 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 you are you proud of it? 
Are you, you know, being, then, are you getting are, are you getting pulled down and, and depressed by it? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. You did, know, did this have was this a factor in your depression? Yeah, also? you know, we we think that you, we think, you know, hey, we're going to take it to the grave. I ain't never saying nothing. You don't know. You you stacking weight on yourself. Yes, yes, you yes, know, yes, you, yes. You, you don't know it, but you are definitely, you know, having secrets and in dark places. Secrets in you. is like yeah. every secret you carry <laughs> is like a fucking 25 yeah, pound yeah, weight. Exactly, man. bro. Exactly. You know, and then and then back to back to, you know, um, you had said about getting married young and, and, and not knowing yourself. Listen, they're grown men that get married at 30, the, the, the same thing. Yes. So that really, in, in, in my opinion, uh, doesn't have anything to do with this kind of lifestyle, period, is not conducive to a, a, a good, happy marriage. Right. If you ask me, Facebook and Instagram ain't conducive mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. a good relationship, right, right, right. In, in my opinion, right. you know. So, I mean, people do what they want. But falling into this trap is quite natural. But when you come out of it, boy, that's the magic trick to me. Yo, you had an AIDS scare? Of course. What? Tell us about that. Well... Just, you know, just knowing you've been doing whatever it was you were doing. Right. You know, and not being certain of your health. Right. It's, it's like, were you, were, were you coughing? Like, were you nah, like. No, nah, I won't. I won't cough. Did you see some I, spots on your nah, arms? No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I won't see. I won't see no spot. I won't see no spots on my arm. I guess. I guess it's just, you know, um, your mind can get the best yes. of you. Especially you know? when that. that... And, and, and then and then knowing that I was worthy of AIDS. Right. right. <laughs> I was worthy yeah, of it. I, I you damn know what sure, I'm saying? Got it. <laughs> I could have got it. Could have been me. It could have been. Why did I get it? Listen, <laughs> listen, the indictments, I could have been indicted. Right, you right. know, all all of that stuff. So, right. you know, it's just it come At, a point where you gotta just take inventory. Right. And I know you don't want to talk about it, but even the weight of the the indiscretions and in the streets, man. Like like how heavy is that shit, man? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like like in terms of your involvements like with the streets. Yeah, man. I mean you can't sleep, bro. Because like I said, you man, don't know you don't know when it's coming. Right. You know, you hearing, you got friends in jail saying, telling you what they hearing in the jail. They they mentioned in your name. Yeah, exactly. Yo, exactly. Dude, like I said, like I said, since y'all came in the game, <laughs> since y'all came in the game, I know some street cats that was like, yo, them dudes is official. So enough, all right, all right. enough cats. All right. All right. All right. That man. wasn't trying to indict. Knew, knew that y'all were the real deal, man. Yeah, man. That's crazy, man. Yep. Your wife. Mm-hmm. She forgave you. Let me explain that. How does, how does real forgiveness look? Because when, when I, I heard you talk it. about man, it Man, you're before, asking all the right questions, no, when I No, no, because when, you, when I heard you describe it before, right. it was so important that I have you talk about it right. on the show, man. Like, what yeah. is real? Because some people say, they, I forgive you. Right. But they'll spend the next 10 years right. punishing you. Right. So right. what does real forgiveness look like? Man? Okay. All right. Well. Like, how was that conversation? Like, when, 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 when I told my wife of my infidelities, she, uh, when she, you know, she left the room and got herself together. Right. Uh, I was left to deal with myself. Right. Now, you were, you, were you remorseful? Huh? When you told her, like you were like, yo, yeah, I, I wish, yeah. I, I, I wish I was dead. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, listen, if, if I wasn't gonna be remorseful, then I wouldn't have to, right. You know, tell, uh, her. tell her, right? You know, um, this was this was me freeing myself, uh, me saying that I, I want to start anew. You know, I, I, I want to uh, start on a on on a good foot and do, and to do better. You know, so she came back in the room later and she told me she said, not only do I forgive you, 
but I'm going to forget. And and not let me finish, man. Let me finish. Like, who let is, me finish. Like, how do you find a woman let, like let, that? Let, let me let me ex, let me explain it. Be, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because she is in her word daily. So she don't look to me for nothing. She looks at God and she looks into the word of God and God got me right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that is like carrying coal, hot coal in your bosom. Like if you have any kind of reciprocity, um, if you're a woman, she has to see some kind of reciprocity in you to say, you know, yeah, he messed up. But it's something about him that I would give him another chance. Now, if you're just a dude out here and you freestyling and doing whatever you want to do and getting caught and you don't care and, yo, I'm a man, I'm supposed to do that, then, yeah, she might leave you, right, you know. But right. she has to see something worthy, you know, uh, that, 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 that she deems, you know, makes you worthy of keeping it. But what I want to say to that is... That now the the way she forgave me, we'll we'll watch TV or something now or a movie or or whatever. And, you know, someone is always cheating Mm -hmm. in it. She never makes mention of it. She never nudges me. You know, she never rolls her eyes. She never sucks her teeth. You know, she never does any of that. So I know what true forgiveness looks like. I know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Did that forgiveness break you down? It breaks me down today. It breaks me down right now, right. you know, and, and, and also we can't just be throwing away people like, like, like it ain't, you know, like it ain't nothing. Especially people like, that have your corner. Like listen, that. listen. And, and then if, you know, you forgive somebody or whatever, you don't if, if say there's a trespass against you. Right. There's a trespass against you. Somebody cheated on you or whatever, whatever. And you throw that person away. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Who are you about to get with? You know what I'm saying? Life. At the end of the day, you look back at the things that you've been through, uh, you know, the things, the hard times, the hardships. And you say, after all of that, I still love you. And I am glad to be able to usher you through this thing called life together. Yo, you got a new career, man. You should be a marriage counselor, man. (laughs) Seriously, man. You better rent an office, man. man. You make some Boku money, man. Because we need that in our communities, man. We do. We do need that in our communities. And I think we give up on each other too quick, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Try and work it out. You know, it's amazing too, man, because, you know, I, I understand that when you hurt somebody that you love, and that when that day of reckoning comes, you realize as much as you hurt them, you hurt yourself. Huh. Ten times more, huh. man, right? Can I say something? Please. Because every time I say something biblical, you coast over it. So just let me say this. The Bible says, he who commits adultery destroyeth his own soul. And you just said that out your mouth. Destroyeth his own soul. Because if you hurt somebody that you love, like, wow, I hurt you, but you being hurt kills me. Mm. it's insane and, and at, at your hands at, yeah at your yeah hands. At, at your hands at your hands yeah your parents yep divorce after 35 years yeah man of marriage yep what did that do to you man it was insane to me i i didn't understand it you know i'm like you you were in the game right are you in the music game at the, at yeah, the time yeah yeah then? yeah yeah I, I, i'm in the music game and um and i just see i just see um i witnessed you know what 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 dynamics uh can can change a, 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 a um can change family you know money you know uh just just and, and, lack of money lack of money you know uh trust issues or whatever whatever but but in 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 my opinion it was it was money that that separated uh you know my parents right yeah. how they doing man 
They're doing great. Right. Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing great. Yep. They're doing really good. You know, all of this is going on, man. This is crazy, man. All of this is going on. And then and then and then your manager, Anthony Gonzalez. Yeah. Like he he gets he gets he gets indicted and, and, and charged and found guilty of running a multi million dollar um drug ring. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you, man? Like, cause that's going on also, man. That's uh my family. Uh these are guys that, you know, we did everything together before the rap. Um you know, before before rapping, um Christmases, Thanksgivings, traveling the world, uh, in the streets together. So, so, you know, when you're in that federal building and, and, and you see the judge and him telling you 300 months and, Yo, and what, all of that. What, what is 300 months, man? Like, well, it was that? 300 and something months, right. you know. You know, you do the algebra, but <laughs> it, not, can you tell me how it, <laughs> it, it, it broke down to, to 32 years. Jesus. How's he doing, man? You speak to him still? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, how's his spirit? <laughs> he He's all right. You right. know, he's doing as well as, as can be expected. Right. You know, he's doing as well as can be. He's a trooper. Did you talk to him when, when you had, when you came to the road and you realized you wanted to make a, cha- a, cha- I told, a change? I, I told them they was going to jail. Yeah, you had premonitions. I told them. How do you tell them? How, how do you tell you're them? You're going what? to jail. It sounds like this, Tony. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. And what's he, Tony saying? He, to you? He'll tell me he's shaking his head like like looking at me like everybody listens to me. Right. Everybody listens to me. And, um, you know, even to this day, you know, when I visit him or talk to him on the phone, he says I didn't just tell him. I told my other man, too. And they was they will tell you to this day. Yo, you was telling us. I was like, I know. I told you. I know. I know. They'll tell anybody. Gene Gene told us. Did you see this? Or did, was it a, was it was it a vision or Bro, visions? Was it I dreams? I, I, what I seen, what I seen, was worse than what actually happened. happened. Right. I feel I I seen in this whole thing. I seen a level of grace and mercy bestowed on certain people <laughs> that them too. I knew they were gone too. Yeah. You know. I knew what God had done in my life, so I was concerned about myself. But I'm like, Lord, you didn't show me all this revelation just to take me and let me go there. So I kind of had a, a, a certain peace about it. But yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought your boy <laughs> was going somewhere. Mm, mm, mm. Um, aside from having these premonitions, you also speak about like experiencing supernatural. Yeah, like what? Like supernatural. I have, I've, I've, I've uh, been having. Uh, dreams for the past uh, five years. I've been having harassing dreams for the past uh, five years, consistently the past five years, nightly the past five years. Like I already know when I go to sleep tonight what's going to happen. I already know uh, tomorrow night it's going to happen. I'm sitting in here with my manager now. He'll tell you. <laughs> I'll be calling him, you know. Yo, that dream, this what happened. Da, da, da. Manager, and it, does that and creep it, you and out? it's crazy. Because no. he started having them. Really? Listen, not only that, bro, um, I've been put into certain circles that people uh, are having these dreams. Now, now check it out. I'm on this. Yo, this is a movie, bro. Listen, like I'm listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on tour, right? Uh, tour promoting the documentary, right. The End of Malice. Yes, yes. 
we go to this family's home, right? We go to that 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 are partners with uh, the I am second people or whatever. And I'm talking when I, I'm I'm talking filthy, like filthy, okay? Crib, guest house, pull up, driving miles just to get. I mean, filthy. Mm-hmm. I don't mean big crib. I mean filthy. Filthy. So we're having dinner and we're just fellowshipping, you know, talking and and and, and fellowshipping. And I felt comfortable enough to share my dream experience with them. The husband looks at the wife and says, our daughter who goes on mission trips, every time she goes on a mission trip, she's been telling us she's been having these kind of harassing dreams. So it was like a a, a confirmation. And and what I did was gave them some kind of piece of what they already knew. Why? Because every time she goes on a mission trip to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, she has these kind of attacks. And I've been having them for five years. What are you dreaming of? Bro, it's harassment. I've dreamt of uh, images and dark forces trying to make me go back into the rap world. Mm. I've been tempted with money. I've been I've even seen forces pleading, saying, what are you doing? Why do you love him so much? Talking about Jesus like it's it's so many different things. And and I'm sure. Matter of fact, I've researched it and there are a lot of people who experience these things and the common theme is that they spread the good news of jesus christ period i wish i could tell you it was some other name right but i can't right hey, yo internet this is a very special day for hip-hop combat jack and black colleges across the country i just got word that the african-american college alliance clothing you know those dope heavyweight hoodies from the 1990s that snoop biggie epmd and tupac wore i used to wear them too well anyway The African-American College Alliance clothing line has just been relaunched on Kickstarter with what I think may be the biggest Kickstarter campaign for African-Americans in hip-hop ever. The dopest thing about this relaunch is it's African-American College Alliance's 25th anniversary, and they are focused on letting the people that love the brand resurrect it instead of selling it out. I think that's dope as hell. The brand will be 100% Black-owned and reanimated by the people that care about historically Black colleges and universities. So whether you give a dollar or buy a classic sweatshirt from 1991, people at least do something to support this Kickstarter campaign and make a difference for the shorties that need to change their path towards a higher education. So hit up kickstarter.com right now and find African-American College Alliance Clothing. Salute to the relaunch and the owner, Chris Latimer. This shit is dope. And I'm out. Back to the show. How do you make that decision to turn your life completely over to Jesus and, and God? It's not a decision that I made. You know, the Bible says no man seeks after God. We have all become unworthy and unprofitable. Every man has gone his own way. So when people say you found God, I said, no, homie, I was trying to do what I wanted to do. I wanted the, the women. I wanted the money. I wanted the riches. You know, that's what I wanted. But there was something in me that made me uncomfortable. And I wasn't, I couldn't, you know, really finesse this, you know, the thing, the way I was seeing other people finesse it. I'm like, yo, how are y'all so cool with everything? I mean, I partied the hardest, but then at night it was like utter misery. How how y'all sleeping so well and and, and I'm not sleeping. And I ain't sleeping, homie. Right. And I ain't sleeping. In 2013, man, you recorded your um, solo album. Mm-hmm. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. Great yes, album. Indeed. Oh, thank you, man. What, thank you. What drove you to record that? Even? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go, I just want from right there, you know, I just want to show you. These are what well, you see. These are my dreams. 
Yo, you write them down like that? I write them down like that. And, uh, and you can just scroll no, on. Take, for, take, take a picture. No, no, because no, no, you, no, you might get some. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. You that's might right. get some. Somebody, yeah, you can stop it and yeah, start. Yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn technology. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Blasphemous. <laughs> Blasphemous. Forgive him, Lord. Yes, please forgive me, man. But, but what brings you to your solo, solo album? Uh, my solo album was uh, just getting uh, these thoughts and ideas and you know, explaining, I guess, uh, offering my fans, not that I feel I owe anybody anything, but my fans have supported me, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted to, to give them music and express my ideas and ideologies and my love for Jesus. And I just wanted to share it, you know, share, share my art, you know, the gifts of God are irrevocable. So he don't take back whatever gift he gave you, right. you know, you can, you can take that gift, you can go party with the devil, or you can use that gift to glorify him. How it's was, up to you. How was it recording that without pushing? Listen, man, I sincerely miss being around my brother. Like, you know, matter of fact, when people say things like uh, formerly of the group clips, I'm like, I don't, don't you say it. I'll say it, but don't you say it. Right. I just don't like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because all your, clip, your clips for life. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and in my heart and in, in, heart. and in the brotherhood with my brother, right. you, know, that, you know, that's for life. But, but, but you know, I, I, I definitely understand it. But, yeah, I... It, it does sadden me to not be able to be with my brother. Me and my brother, we were talking the, the other day and we were talking about how nobody is thorough anymore. You know, dudes to me just ain't thorough no more. It was a time when you did dirt together and if you got caught, you got caught. You know, you know, you don't go back and, 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 and dry snitch and tail and come t- out brand yeah, new looking yeah, like, hey, yeah, you don't you, you got it. What, what, what we doing right now? Yo, you got you got to eat that. You don't you don't talk or flirt with your man's. Right. You just don't do that kind of a thing. Right. You know, this this, this world now, I, I just don't get it. So, you know, when my brother's out here and he's out there in the world, like I want to be able to be there to look after him. I don't know who's around him. I don't know, you know, uh, I don't see nothing thorough nowhere. You right. know, I see I see a bunch of weirdos everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even identify with, with, with this day and age. But at the same time, you don't want to be that dude back in my day. But things <laughs> are getting crazy, crazy to me. Right. You know, I mean, unidentifiable and, and, to and, me. And you with clarity of vision right now probably see things. It's, it's so bro, illuminated. Bro, I see, I see, I see through. I see through. Like, straight up. I really do. I'm all the way woke. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Any possibilities for any future solo? I hope so, man. Right. I hope so. Um, uh, whatever music I do is going to definitely be edifying. It's going to be something that you can walk away with. Um, it's still going to be of uh, the integrity of lyric-driven hip-hop that, that grew me up you know, and, and uh that I that I love and, and, and really have an adoration for. But um it's gonna be done a certain way right. if, if I'm gonna do it. You know, when you hear something of the term Christian rap, it's mm-hmm. such a stigma to it, right? There is. But I love what cats like Lecrae are doing right now. Because mm-hmm. arguably you can't you can't argue that this kid will 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 wrap your he'll wrap your heart out. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. he he will he will wrap through your chest. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. you you've worked right. with Lecrae. I've, right? I've worked with I worked right. with Lecrae. Lecrae um awesome dude. 
you know, uh, good dude. Uh, it was an honor to 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 be able to to uh, work alongside him, and I like what he's doing, and I like the way that he's doing it, doing it, and I like the attention yes. that 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 he's uh, garnering and in, in bringing to the gospel, and the way he's relatable. You know what I'm saying? Of course. He he he's uh he he's relatable. So yeah. So so you possibly see that for you down the line. What's that? Like that type of career as a. I you know I don't. Uh, Christian hip hop. I met some really good uh, dudes in Christian hip hop, like uh, Bizzle and uh, Reconcile and uh, Dayton and, and you know Lecrae. Yes. you know what I'm saying. So, uh, and 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 I like the way that they do things. I don't think what I do is Christian hip hop. I think it is uh, very much uh, street hip hop. When I tell the world I love Jesus, so instantly they want to want to put me somewhere, and I'm not mm. ma- I'm not mad at that. Right. But my Bible tells me, remember where you were when you were called. You know, so I have to go back to that same platform that I've been at, mm. that the, the whole clips, and be able to uh, share the hope and be able to share the word and articulate the word in a way that. Um, you have to be able to speak to the condition. I know, like, you talk to me about Christian hip-hop out in that world. I won't hear in, who, what, what you talking about? I don't know nothing <laughs> right, about right, that, right, right, you know? Right. Uh-huh. So so, so I don't I don't come with the Christian in hip-hop and try to, you know, do, do it that way. I, I, I make street hip-hop. Um, you being such a natural, you being so good at rap, how much do you miss it, though? Uh... Bro. Like, like, do you ever hear somebody spit some bars and you're like, man. No, no, no. I have my windows. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my windows mm-hmm. of, of when I, I feel like writing. If if I got something to say, you know, I'll, I'll write it. Right. Um, if I don't, I, I, I won't say anything, right. you know. But it, it's other things going on in my life, man. Right. Getting out there, reaching the people, talking to the people uh, on this tour. We've been mm-hmm. we've been to like seven jails so far. I'm talking about prisons. You know what I'm saying? Talking with with, with cats that have been arrested, uh, cats that are looking at life. You know, cats about to come home as well. And uh, it's just it's just been awesome. And the one common thing that I have found, and out of all of the prisons that we have been to on this end of Malice tour, is that. They look longingly and hang on to your every word. You would think some of these big dudes, tattoos on their, you know, eyes and muscle heads and all of that. They would be like, oh, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. But it's been the opposite, a common theme in all these prisons that they're looking and listening and want a hope. They are are thirsting and uh, hungry for a word of hope. Tell us about this tour and this documentary, End of Malice. Yes, the end of Malice basically, man, is Malice coming to the end of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story, yes, yeah, about me, but it's not about me, man. It's about so many different people who have experienced uh, the same kind of thing. I think I'm just the icebreaker and open uh, the door where someone can say, hey, I've been through something like that. Well, we're so busy keeping our cool on. Um, and, and not showing that we could be vulnerable at times. The truth of the matter is sometimes you're doing good. Sometimes you're, you're not, not doing so good. Uh, sometimes you got money. Sometimes you're broke. You know, there are ups, downs, highs and lows. And, and we walk around like, you know, we always, you know, on top all the time. And, and I just have to be able to tell my complete story and share. Y'all listened to me when I was, you know, selling all the dope in the world. So let me tell you the 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 flip side of that in in the entire spectrum of of what I've been through. So that that's end of malice. I teamed up with uh um I am second films. Mm-hmm. These are guys who who uh 
the, the, their media group takes uh, stories of um, entertainers, um, even, you know, people in, in the workforce, and they tell of their uh, experiences and, and what inspires them, and, and they... And they uh, put it to a short film. They just thought my my story was so incredible that you know we made it uh, uh, a documentary, which airs on Revolt TV March twenty seventh at ten p.m. Eastern uh, Easter Sunday. So we talking about resurrection coming back from the dead. If you don't have Revolt, where can you see this, man? Because because I, I, what's going on? I don't. I don't have Revolt. You don't have. I I thought Revolt came to. I mean, it's in New York, but it ain't on cable vision. Man, get your cable. Yeah, come to the screening. Yeah, well, yeah. No, the, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely yeah. coming to the screening. Oh man, oh man. But I'm saying it for Bro. the people out there because there's so many people out there that 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 don't have access to Revolt. Man, listen, this is the age of the internet. You are gonna find it somewhere. You're gonna find it. Yeah. You know, it, we, it's gonna start on Revolt. You might find it on Netflix in a minute or mm. whatever, whatever. But it's it's. You Are y'all in talks to bring it. it to Netflix? Because that would be great, man. We gonna talk about that. There you uh, go. When you cut off this. Uh, there you go. How did it feel, man? Shooting this, man. Bro, it's a lot of personal things I wish I could have kept to myself. Right. I wish I would have, you know, could have said, God, I learned my lesson. Uh, let me just take it from here. But it was, uh, you know, it was obvious that I had to share it with the, the platform that had been supporting me and, and, and share my story with them. So I, I basically fell on my own sword. Yeah. Um. What's next for you? And congratulations, man. You go from you, you go from one thing to the next to this, man. Yeah. yeah. Like you're actually like you're now going to be credited in IMDb. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which, which, yeah. Which, which is amazing, No man. doubt. That's what's which, up. What, what, what's next yeah. for you, man? Um, and speaking of that, you know, I actually go to that before I watch a movie and look at the ratings. Yeah, I mean, like, I look at like, what am I about to watch? You know, know what, okay? you I've know, never done that before. You ever go? You know what the best site is? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, right. I know about Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes as well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what's next for me, bro? I mean, I got a few things going on, but I pattering myself after you with my podcast really let's man. talk let's talk the podcast let's is, talk. is okay because right. but you know we have a this this our network uh-huh is the strongest independently owned bro network. i didn't heard all about you man so we, we gotta talk. everybody been telling me get with combat jack but, but let's definitely talk about this okay definitely. all right for sure um you said hip-hop is the only genre that eats its babies yeah yeah I mean, I don't see the same things going on in different genres, you know. Um, I see, I see, in some instances, a perpetual uh, deprivation, a perpetual destructive uh, uh, cycle. Man. Yeah, I see it, you know, and I don't like saying that. Right. Like I'm like I'm outside of it, and, I, and I'm better than, and I'm not like that. But I mean, it's 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 painfully obvious, you know what I'm saying, and. uh and then, and then also after it's finished, it finishes with us. It chews us up and it and, and it spits us, spits out. us out. You know, other other genres. You can be eighty years old and still making music. You got the Rolling Stones. You got Arrow. Yeah. yeah. See, you said Mick Jagger. I said Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith. And you know, we get to a certain point, then then it's over with. Man, I just went to Sirius last week, man, and and they had Eric Clapton in there. And it, it looked like it was like the president was there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was performing something live. Yeah. Um. Do you have you still listen to anything? Uh, nah, I don't, bro. Really? So what, I do you, really, what do you listen to? I, man? I really don't. For being such a musical cat, what do you listen to, man? Bro, I listen to. I enjoy uh, the Killers. Mm-hmm. I enjoy um, uh, 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 Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I enjoy like older gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, songs. Um, 
I've always been a fan of David Bowie, and now mm, with his passing, mm, I've been, you know. Yeah. Now, which Bowie? Because to me. Greatest Hits Bowie is okay. my thing. Because to me, 80s Let's Dance Bowie was when he took it to the next Well, that's 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 yeah, what I, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's Dance, China, China Girl, yeah, yeah. Modern Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, last question. Everybody asks you this. Mm-hmm. And you know I got to ask you this because okay. I'm such a fan. Possibility of a Clips project. Talk to Pusher. Talk to Pusher. It's all Pusher now? Talk to Pusher. It's all Pusher. See, oh, now, now it's going to start the windstorm tomorrow. You know, yo, I want to be with my brother, man. That's good, man. I want to be I want to be with my brother, but um, whether whether he knows it or not, I feel like I have to be an example of something flat-footed mm-hmm. for the sake of anybody paying attention. Right. Um, so, so, so I, I must remain steadfast. Um, I must remain steadfast, flat footed, unwavering. And, uh, but like I said, I would love to be alongside my brother and, and, and on my terms. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, nah, nah, nah. But, but, uh, but that can happen though. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, man, I learned not to say never right. on, on, on anything. And, uh, I have so much respect for for my brother and what he does, and he is great at everything he does. In my opinion, man, he's come yeah. up, man. Like yeah. he has definitely yeah. come up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, yeah. I love my brother. Yo, man, thank you. Like I, I mean, I don't even, you know, thank you. I mean, the interview's run its course, man. But I think this is an amazing, amazing, amazing sit down, man. You were very um, generous. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Know, you. Um, where are you on social media? Can yes, I'm on. Fi- I'm on social media. I am at uh, No Malice Seven Five Seven. That is uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat ain't. I ain't really dope at that yet. Right. I, I'm not like really consistent with that yet. I'm, I'm trying to get there, or whatever. But yeah, that's what's up. No, no malice. I'm looking forward to seeing this documentary. Uh, end of end malice. Of malice. End of malice. And yo, internets, keep your ears and your eyes open. So if this comes to Revolt or another net network near you, just keep March your eyes open. March 27th. March 27th. On Revolt. March 27th on Revolt. 10 p.m. Very well, sir. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you're looking so healthy. Thank you, brother. You, you sound very it. strong. Thank you. You sound very grounded. Thank and, you. And, and, and personally, Personally, this interview means a lot to me, man. Oh, brother. So thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And I thank you for allowing me to share some of myself with your listeners. Thank you. There you you. go. Internets. You know what this is, man. Dream those dreams. And then glow up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white. And the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Wow. And once again, Internets, this episode was brought to you by Viceland, the brand new TV network courtesy of Vice. Check out all their great shows, including Fuck! That's Delicious, featuring Action Bronson. Numenati! This episode of The Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menna, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production. Hey, what up, Combat? This is Roy. I'm calling on Detroit. I just had a suggestion. I wanted to ask you... Have you guys ever thought about trying to get the DOC on your show? I think that would be the best interview ever. I mean, what better person, you know, to tell you about the West Coast than the DOC? So if you could or, you know, try and see about making that happen, I think that would be a great interview. Love the show. Holla back.